Welcome to a surprise episode of Changeable, how even your experience of your dysfunctional family can change. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, surprise again. I know I did this a few weeks ago. Today's surprise episode is a replay of episode 23 from right around this time last year, how even your experience of your dysfunctional family can change. So I wanted to rerun this one because it's so funny of all the somewhat deep and life-changing big kind of things that I try to talk about that I think I talk about on this podcast. People love playing dysfunctional family bingo. They love it so much. Every time I talk about it, when this episode was out last year, and I used to talk about it all the time, I can't even tell you how many emails I get from people saying that, first of all, it made their holidays fun, that it gave them something else to focus on rather than their own crappy thoughts about their family, um, You know that it, it allowed them to bond with other people in their family, that it just it made something they were dreading turn out to be something that was super fun, which is really cool. But even bigger than that, so many people kind of got the real point, which was like, wow, this showed me just how much thinking I have about my family and how my own thinking creates my own experience of them. Because, you know, bringing a little bit of lightness to something that feels so serious and heavy and real and true just does wonders. (laughs) It really does. It's amazing what that can do. So get your bingo cards ready. Listen to this episode. And I'm wishing you a very light and fun holiday season ahead. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Changeable and happy holidays. So we are here as this episode goes live in the thick of it. Maybe it's just starting for you, but we're in kind of mid-December. Maybe you've seen family already. You're about to see people you don't see. You're traveling. All kinds of stuff is going crazy. And I wanted to share with you while you you know, might be traveling to see family as you listen to this even, a game that I used to talk about all the time and I really haven't talked about it much recently. It's a game called Dysfunctional Family Bingo. And it's funny because I I kind of just set it aside and, you know, like I said, I haven't really talked about it much in the last few years. It used to be something I would I would share around the holiday season all the time. And last week we had a, a one of our little school of big change calls with our community, and one of our community members um, has been around my work for a long time, so he's heard me talk about this game for for ages. And he brought it up, and there were a lot of people on the call that had never that were kind of newer to this work and or newer to me and had never heard me talk about it, and they just loved it. And it's it's a funny thing like that. And people hear about this game, it lights them up, and it's fun and interesting and kind of hopeful. And it was interesting because, you know, I had set it aside for a while, but being reminded, like just seeing the reactions of people on the call and how excited people get about it and how funny it is and how hopeful it seems, it reminded me why I always shared it. Now, to be honest, the only reason I stopped talking about it is because I thought it got kind of boring. Not that the game was boring, not that it wasn't helpful, but I just, I don't know. I just didn't want to be talking about the exact same thing every every November and December. So I figured, all right, I'm going to just let this rest for a while. But 
people won't let me. And when people got really excited on our call, it reminded me of how impactful talking about this game used to be when I used to do it all the time. So I, um, I would just have people still to this day, you know, for years later, say, oh, that dysfunctional family bingo game. I play that every year and it's, you know, it did so much for me and now my holidays feel different. So it's a, it's a cool thing and definitely worth um, me getting over myself and, and my repetitiveness and dusting it off and kind of bringing it back on out for this, for this holiday season. So the game is called Dysfunctional Family Bingo and you play it just like you play regular bingo, except that in the squares, rather than numbers or letters, or I don't even know what's on a regular bingo game, I guess it depends. In the squares of dysfunctional family bingo, you write um, things that your dysfunctional family is likely to do. So things like, you know, Uncle Todd is gonna ask me if I'm still single, or Aunt Betty is gonna drop the F-bomb, or Aunt Fran is going to make a racial joke that's totally inappropriate. Or I don't know, whatever, whatever makes you cringe about your family, that's what goes on the board. So it's all the worst stuff. It's all the ways that your family is totally dysfunctional. All the reasons why you don't want to go see them <laughs> this holiday season. You know, all the things that when you get back from seeing them, that you'll be telling your friends at work or your partner or whatever, like, oh, I can't believe she. If there's a, I can't believe she, or I can't believe he said that, or I can't believe they did this or brought that up again, that's what goes on the board. So you create your own bingo board. And I used to do it with my sister on our way to a family member's home who will remain nameless right now. But on the way to this family member's home, we would do it. So you kind of want to play this game with someone who's, normal like you, <laughs> unlike the rest of your dysfunctional family. So you and the normal person are onto it. You know, you know, the rest of them are crazy and you can't believe that you're in this family. But the two of you, or maybe there are more than two, um, the small group of normal ones are going to create the board together. And so when you're at the family gathering, it's so cool because what happens is instead of being there and like you normally would thinking, oh my gosh, these people and what's going to happen next and what are they going to say? you start to look forward to it. You know what's on your board and you're kind of waiting for it to happen. And you're waiting with anticipation and excitement. And when someone does ask you, when Uncle Todd does say, oh, so you're still single, huh? Or, you know, Aunt Fran makes that insensitive joke or whatever happens, you're kind of secretly like, awesome, I gotta be. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a funny thing. Now, think about this. And why this is helpful. It's just a game. It's just a tool. I mean, it isn't, this isn't like a life-changing thing necessarily. But in terms of the new paradigm that I share here in Changeable, what's going on is that we're taking our experience, our preferences. Now, yes, even your judgments of the inappropriateness or dysfunctionalness of your family, that's a thought. That's your opinion. That's your experience of them in that moment. And like any thought and any experience and any part of our psychology, it comes up, it's really real, and then it changes. And what this game allows you to do is maybe for once in a really long time, like take it a little less seriously. It's still happening. You're still noticing it. You're still thinking about it technically, but lightly. And it's, kind of funny 
and it doesn't have the heaviness or the seriousness. And so, again, remember thoughts and preferences and opinions and judgments, they all come and go, but they come and go a lot easier when we don't really care about them. You know, when we're laughing about them or when they're, even if they're more neutral to us, that just comes and goes. Like I can go to my husband's family and they do all kinds of crazy dysfunctional things. And that just comes and goes for me because that's, you know, I don't have all the heavy thinking about it. Now for him, it's totally different and vice versa when it's my family. So, you know, it's not that we're thinking about these things or that they are inherently anything. It's that we hold our own experience often of our family more than a lot of other people kind of heavily you know, kind of seriously, it feels personal. And that's always what makes our experience kind of kind of slow down and slog through. We have to slog through it and it's still moving and changing. We couldn't nail it down if we tried and it's not going to be there forever, but it's a lot harder and less fun, you know, and it, it kind of has that feeling of lingering and just sitting there in you. And it's just not as nice when it isn't light and easy. And so being able to literally make a game of this, make a joke of all of these things that in the past have felt so heavy and personal and wrong, it changes everything. Now, are you going to leave and accept them all forever? Who knows? Probably not. But think about it in that moment. I mean, think about your experience, the experience you get to have. Now, when your experience is light and free and flowing and we aren't when we aren't resisting it judging it and getting in the way of it that's exactly what it is and what that makes room for is new experience it makes room for i don't know maybe humor compassion acceptance understanding it's like there's just less in the way and what's natural to all of us every human on earth even your dysfunctional family is that we want to feel good. We want to connect. We, you actually love these people. Believe it or not, that's why they get to us so much because we do love them. Other reasons, other psychological reasons, I'm sure. But, you know, we, we care about them. They're, we have our identity and our security kind of wrapped up psychologically in these people, but we also love them. And so we hold them to a different standard. And that's our thinking too. So when we can hold all of this more loosely, all of our thoughts and judgments and opinions. And heck, when we can even laugh about it, think about what that does. I mean, it makes room for that heavy experience to move right through and something, anything new and fresh to show up. And that in itself is a miracle because that's the thing that really kind of gets to us is when we've been like, you know, just imagine you go visit your, your family of origin. I'm guessing this is true for a good number of people, you know, a handful of times a year, maybe. Maybe it's even more than than that. But at the holidays, you spend even more time with them and they all get together. And I bet almost every time you have a lot of the same thinking and feelings as you did the time before, right? We walk in that house and we feel our stomach clench and we're back to feeling like an insecure 13-year-old and all the issues and insecurities and judgments just come back and they're pretty much the same ones as last year. So for that to be there and wash through you and for you to not fight it and resist it and take it so seriously, for you to be able to hold it even just a tiny bit more loosely makes room, makes way for something brand new and fresh. 
And that really kind of is a miracle when we're caught up in the same habitual judgments and thinking over and over. And by the way, the same habitual judgments and thinking over and over, like that's our experience of our family. It's not them. It's not what they said, what they did, how they approach it, you know, how they are. It's not, it's none of that. It's that every time we see Uncle Todd, we have a whole thought feeling behavior psychology thing going through us. And we innocently, as humans do, get caught up in that. We take it personally. We take it seriously. We think it's ours. We, our mind tells all kinds of stories about our dysfunctional family. And it's just, you know, it, it just looks so darn real. But it isn't. It's our own habitual thoughts and feelings. So to hold this more lightly and make room for something new to show up is pretty remarkable. And what we all know to be true, especially with family, is as much as they drive us crazy, as dysfunctional as they are, there is this thing about unconditional love that we, we seem to manage better with them than with most people. So what I mean by that is you can have both. You can totally love them. You can totally accept them. You can know that you'd do anything for them. And they can drive you nuttier than anyone else has ever been able to drive you. Both are true. It's not one or the other. And again, I think that's a really cool place to be when, we're, when, when our thoughts and feelings and judgments and opinions are, are a little looser. There's a little more fuzziness around them and they're kind of flowing through. We get to feel the both. We get to walk away and shake our head and say, oh my gosh, I can't even believe it, but they're my family. You know, you feel into something that's so much bigger than just a painful thought or a painful feeling that looks and feels really true. So I think what dysfunctional family bingo really shows us is that if it's possible to laugh at something that you used to cry about, you know, if it's, if it's possible because it's on your bingo card and you're playing a game, if it's possible to actually look forward to something that you used to dread, what does that tell you about your own thoughts and feelings and opinions? You know, even when it comes to our family, our dysfunctional family and how sure we are that they're crazy. If you can laugh about something you used to cry about, <laughs> there's a whole lot of subjectivity in there. There's a whole lot of us feeling the way that our mind projects things to us and getting caught up and identified with that. And that means it's a whole lot of not true. You know, there's a lot of room to just hold what creates suffering very loosely and see it change before your eyes. So if you play it, yes, let me know how it goes. And I hope you have really happy holidays. Hey, you know, it's officially the holiday season, right? Do you want a different experience of the holidays this year? Maybe one that isn't so cluttered with stress, pressure, and feelings of obligation. Or maybe one that's not full of the overs, you know, overeating, overdrinking, overspending. I used to over like crazy this time of year for years. I just woke up in January feeling like I needed to undo everything I'd done in December. And it doesn't have to be that way. It may look like the holiday season is a stressful time of year and that all that overing is just part of life. But what if none of that is actually true? What if the holidays aren't stressful at all? If you're ready for a brand new experience of the holidays this year, I've created something for you. It's a four-part video course that will help you see the holidays in a very different way. And for my holiday gift for you, the first of the four videos in the course is absolutely free. If you head over to dramyjohnson.com slash holiday, you'll be able to watch video one completely free. 
And if you like what you see in video one and you want the other three videos, and I think you will, you can use the promo code CHANGEABLE20 to bring the price of the full course down from $67 to just $47. So you save 20 bucks just for listening all the way to the very end of Changeable. Holidays aren't inherently stressful. I can't wait to see what's possible for you this holiday season.